0: Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the Senior Pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Living your dream. Amen. Such a beautiful theme and I always say that each time God gives us a theme, it's not so that we can have uh, notes, but it, it comes with impartation. So it means that even if you are a person who did not have a dream, God is going to give you a dream. Those who had dreams that are lying dormant, God is going to bring them to surface and he's going to show them to us. And we are going to be able to start with the journey of pursuing our dreams. And the nice thing about dreams is that they are free. Everyone qualifies to have a dream. And God is the giver of dreams. Somebody say amen. amen. So it is indeed a time for us to dream. God is not just teasing us, but he wants to impart dreams in the inside of us. And today my subject is mastering your dream. Somebody say I am the master of my dream. Come on, you can do better than that. I am the master of my dream. Yes, indeed, you are the master of your dream. A master is someone who has mastered something, who does it effortlessly, who does it without reserving anything. They are fully invested in that thing. So it means that you have fully invested yourself in your dream. And it's yours for having. It's yours for handling. Somebody say amen. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter number 37. Genesis chapter number 37. We are going to read verse number 18. And verse number 19. The Bible says, Now, when they saw him afar off, even before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. Then they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Look, this dreamer is coming. Look, this pastor is coming. Look, this business woman is coming. Look, this businessman is coming. Look, this principal is coming. Look, this CEO is coming. Look, this director is coming. Look, this great person is coming. Look, this dreamer is coming. Every dreamer deserves to be looked at. Every dreamer will be scrutinized. When people look at you as a dreamer, they don't only look at you to admire you. They sometimes look at you just, to mock you. Joseph dreamed of greatness. Sometimes as soon as you dream of becoming great all hell breaks loose. Not that there is much that you have even done about your dream but by the fact that you have dared to dream all hell can break loose. We are so injected by mediocrity, mediocrity in such a way that each time somebody wants to rise above the standard that we have set in society, we see them as though they are doing something wrong. Have you ever been in trouble for doing the right thing? Sometimes you are at work and you have a dream of becoming This great person in your career path. People don't know your dream, but they are busy criticizing what you are doing to what realizing your dream of becoming great. And because they have settled themselves in mediocrity, they then think that you are doing something wrong by wanting to be great in your career path. In most cases, when you arise to become great in your lane, people look at you funny as though you are doing something great. There was a man by the name of Thomas Edward Lawrence who said all men dream but not equally. Those who dream by night in the dusty recesses of their minds Wake in the day to find that it was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men. Say, I am a dreamer of the day. I am a dreamer of the day. He says, but the dreamers of the day are dangerous men. (laughs) For they may act their dreams with open eyes. To make it possible. Now, we are all dreamers. We have already established the fact that God is the giver of dreams. And each and every person can get a dream from God. And we have spoken a lot about Joseph who dreamed and also had another dream. And that tells us that even though the dreams that we have had before, maybe did not go well, in God there is provision for another dream. God can give us another dream. But as much as it is good to have a dream, but having a dream alone is not enough. It must always be accompanied by consistent action. Not action that is only when you are inspired. Because not every day in pursuit of your dream will you be inspired. Some days you will not feel like doing it. Some days you will not feel like you are even called for it. Some days you will feel as though this is not just a dream, but a burden. This is something that has come to cause me not to live a life that I would want to live. But i each time those times come, hold on to the dream. Don't wait for inspiration because inspiration comes and goes. But you must always be consistent in acting upon your dream. Even when inspiration has left you, be consistent in working and in acting towards fulfilling your dream. Somebody say amen. Amen. So a dreamer must always be intentional with doing whatever it takes to pursue and realize their dreams. Doing whatever it takes to live their dreams. All things for dreamers must be in motion. It must not be something that you embrace to just sit And do nothing as a dreamer. You must always be in motion. When you are in motion, it means you are doing your part. Because for the fulfillment of our dreams, there are two people who are responsible. Number one, it is yourself. Number two, it is God. So there are people here who are supposed to take action. Number one, it is the dreamer. Number two, it is God. Himself. So our part is what is humanly possible, and God's part is what is humanly impossible. In a dream that you have, you need to be able to extract your parts and do it consistently, and do it with all your might, and do it every day, and then allow God. To do his part. Somebody say amen. amen. And for us, in, and, and for and in order for us to master our dreams, we need to master these three things that I am going to talk about this morning, and then we are going to pray and go home. So, for us to become masters of our dreams, we need to participate, we need to take action. We need to be involved by doing these three things even with our eyes closed. Somebody say amen. Amen. Then we are going to be masters of our dreams. Number one, we must mind our business. We must mind our business. And I know this morning I am talking to a a very good group of people. Hey, we don't know how to mind our own business. Aye, we don't know how to mind our own business. No wonder most of us don't even realize our dreams. No wonder most of us die with great potentials. Because instead of minding our dreams, we are busy scrutinizing next door neighbor's dreams. Instead of us focusing our energies in our own dreams, we are busy scrutinizing the person who is doing something. In most cases, people who can't mind their business are people who are idling. People who are not doing anything. So next time, when you find someone busy criticizing your hustle, you must know instead of being offended that they are doing nothing. The reason why they have got so much time in their hands to know what you are doing is because they are doing nothing. If they were busy in pursuit of their own dreams, they wouldn't be scrutinizing yours because there's no time. The reason why they have so much time of knowing what the other person is doing is because they themselves are doing nothing. Never waste your time by minding other people's business. Why must you not mind other people's business because you will suffer? The Bible lists four things that cause suffering. In the book of First Peter, chapter number four, verse number 15, the Bible says, "But let none of you suffer." So in other words, you can suffer for Christ. But not for these things. It says, let none of you suffer. Number one, as a murderer. Number two, as a thief. Number three, as an evildoer. Number four, as a busy body in other people's matters. Maybe you must look around, why are you suffering? Are you a murderer? Are you a thief? Are you an evildoer? Maybe you are not all of these three. Maybe you are a busybody in other people's matters. So in other words, each time someone says, please mind your own business, that person is not insulting you. That person is, is, is telling you what the Bible says. Because you will suffer. It says you will suffer. You know, a busy body in people's matter. um to tandin the baza niswa na babulali. Ulinga niswa na masela. Umdo tandin the uh Lal Umma vulele locin. You will suffer. You will suffer. You will suffer. You are in the same league as thieves. You are in the same league as murderers. You are in the same league as evildoers. Just by being a busy body in other people's matters. Ungenapi. 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 We is cut the penny Upegu gutuma kelo ane uyapi. Uzogwenzani musuazo gutuma kelo uyapi And in most cases, umakelo anuswenga shango gutu yaapi. We conclude that when ugutugusho rutingengo be puma, useya kanda o. Naganjao lapo guazoa yenuma uwe numa keno naganjao lapo kanda You are busy suffering. You are suffering. You are, you are going to suffer from hate you are going to suffer from anger you are going to suffer from bitterness you are going to suffer from jealousy and envy you are going to suffer umakhelwane busy ehamba eze papapa emoyeni papapa wena busy gadele wena nje hlukana ni And mind your own business. And the manje, he getting late. He social meet. Sesiliyegi leleli. Elit kwatu mw kwatu. Aya gachwa elupumanga le skat. ma in moto yama kelo You are suffering. Go to God and ask for a dream and be busy. Go to God and ask him for something to put in your heart. Ask God for something to burn and consume your heart so that each and every day when you wake up you don't have time to waste with other people's matters. But you are minding your own business. Because other people that we normally talk about and criticize are very busy working their dreams. And please make sure that you don't become a person who criticizes those who are in motion because you are going to be in trouble Be the person, rather be from the receiving end of criticism. Because then you know you are doing something. And if everyone loves you, if everyone applauds you, you must know that you might be on the wrong path. That is going to cause you to get into trouble. Sometimes the criticisms are a sign that we are well on our way to achieve our dreams. Don't be comfortable when everyone criticizes everybody else, but they don't criticize you. Chances are you are walking with them. Chances are you are like them. Look around. Somebody once said, yes, they are clapping for you, but who are they? Because sometimes we are very happy because others are clapping for us and singing our praises but at some point you need to pause and say, who's clapping for me? Is this the level of clap I want? (laughs) Hallelujah. Must not be busy buddies in other people's matters. We will suffer. It's the Bible. It's not me. You will suffer. You know everyone wh- what they are doing, what they are wearing, where they are going, who they are dating, who broke up with them, who they who hooked up with, who every when when newspaper, working newspaper, we know if we want if I guess man, man, we must come to you. Chances are you are doing nothing. Go to God and ask God for a dream. Give me another. If ku good. you so busy. And when ask God for another dream. Go peace. Everyone is supposed to be busy. It's either you are busy in other people's matters or you are busy in your own matter. Go to peace. You must be busy. So it's your choice. Hallelujah. Dreamers are not supposed to be idling. Dreamers are supposed to be thinkers. Each time we are in pursuit of our dreams, we need to be thinkers. Proverbs chapter number 23, verse number 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And also the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 4, verse number 23, It says, be very careful about what you think. Your thoughts run your life. I also understand the fact that the Bible says God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above, more than what we could ever ask or think. So God does wonders in these two dimensions when we ask and when we think so god is going to answer the prayer that you pray and you ask him to help you to fulfill your dreams but also god is going to answer what you think that is why your thoughts must always be in line with your dream never allow any thoughts to cloud your dreams that are not in to cloud your mind that are not in line with your dreams every thought That is not in line with your dream. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal; they are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Letting every imagination that is not in line with Christ, we are able to pull them down. So when we are sitting down and we are thinking, we need to safeguard our minds and be careful of what. Goes on in our heads. Be careful of what we are thinking about. Everything that we are supposed to allow in our minds are the things that are in line with our dreams because God is going to answer what you think. And uh, it says above. More than what you think. So he, he answers more than what you have asked and more than what you have thought. So this morning, we need each and every one of us to embark on a journey of making sure that our minds are prepared to think according to the dreams that we have in our hearts. Somebody say amen. Amen. So consistently, we need to think about our dreams. We need to be innovative when it comes to our dreams. Because when we engage God in as far as our thought patterns are concerned, then we are going to be those who are able to come up with strategies that are going to help us realize our dreams, that are going to help us take the next step and go higher and higher in as far as our dreams are concerned. But everything starts in the mind. So that is why it is important that as a dreamer, we need to be good thinkers. To sit down and think ourselves out of any situation that is trying to hinder us from living our dreams. God is a thinker as well. God is a thinker. God thinks. That is why we also need to allow him to inspire us through his spirit. We need to allow his spirit to, in, to inspire us in our minds so that we can be able to think in line with our dreams and get solutions when we need solutions sometimes we sit down and we pray in as far as our dreams are concerned maybe we have a problem that we are faced with in as far as our dreams are concerned we sit down and we pray but after praying we then fold our arms and we do nothing about it. Sometimes you need to sit down and say, Lord, I am thinking now and inspire my mind. And sit down and think yourself out of a situation that seemed to be even uh, having a potential of making you lose your dream and even lose whatever work that you have done in as far as your uh, as your. Dream is content because some of us work towards realizing our dreams. We work towards living our dreams. But as soon as obstacles come, we then sit down and give up instead of thinking things through to say, how do I get past this? And if we allow God, as I said earlier on, he says he will even do more than what we think. So if we sit down and we think, How am I going to pass this obstacle? He will give us a solution that will not just take us to just one step, but it can give us a quantum leap. It can give us and take us to even higher heights. Why? Because it is inspired by the Spirit of God. And whatever that we think, God does even more because he says he will do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ever ask or think. Aspire to be a thinker. That is why it is important to always clean up your mind so that when you sit down, your thoughts are going to be exactly what you want in as far as your dreams are concerned. Because sometimes when we sit down, we are afraid to think because the first thing that comes are the things that we don't want to think about. That is why we need to be people who are of a clear mind, a sober mind, a mind that is free from past things, past heads, and all of those things that are hindering us to sit down and think. Many people want to be surrounded by other people, the noise all the time. Other people, they don't want to think. Like the whole night. No, I'm, 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 I'm not judging anyone. Jesus died for us all. But check, could it be that you don't want to think? Because each time you think, it's those things that you don't want to think about that comes first. That is why I'm saying we need to get rid of everything that is clouding our minds. Confront everything with the blood of Jesus. Confront everything with the word of the Lord. Confront everything with all your might so that your mind can be cleared. So that when you sit down and you think, you will think your way through. So that you can realize your dreams. Somebody say amen. Amen. Are you being helped this morning? Number two. Work on your dream. Work on your dream. Work on your dream. Many people think that when you are not employed, you are not working. It's not only people who are employed who are supposed to work. You can work without being employed. Because you are a worker. You are working... Your dream. First Thessalonians chapter number 4, verse number 11 says, work with your own hands as we commanded you. Work with your own hands. You don't have to be employed to work. Please find yourself something to do. As soon as God gives you a dream, find something to do that will maneuver you towards the realization of that dream. Somebody say, Amen. Work your dream with all your strength. Work your dream with all that you have. With everything in you, work your dream. Work it, even if it does not look cute at some point in the initial stages of pursuing your dreams. But be the kind of a person who says, I am working this and I know what I am doing. It doesn't matter who understands or who does not understand. It doesn't matter who says you are maybe low for doing what you are doing. As long as you know that you are busy working out what God has placed in your heart and you are well on your way to realizing your dream. You are well on your way to living your dream. There is no way that you can get to a point of living your dream if you don't take that first step. First step can be anything. First step can be something that is uncomfortable. The first step can be something that does not look like what you have seen in your dream. But still pursue it with all your might. Still pursue it with all that you have. Work it. Work it because dreamers are workers. Each and every person who dreams must be a worker. Must carry the spirit of a worker. And tell yourself, I'm going to work so that I can be able to realize my dreams. We need to make sure that we realize our dreams. Why? Because a generation is at stake. Some of us, the dreams that God has given us, there are others who are supposed to fulfill their dreams within those dreams. And therefore, we cannot afford to drop the ball. We need to be workers of our dreams. Somebody say, Amen. Each time God gives somebody a dream, he gives them a dream so that he can be able, just like so that he can be able to use their dreams for the fulfillment of his plan and purposes. So just like when someone is getting married, people think it's because of the fact that they love one another. Whereas God has got an agenda. Your dream is in God's dream. Your dream is in God's dream. God wants to change lives through your dream. So you cannot afford to be a person who is not working their dream. So after Joseph shared his dream with his brothers, they started mocking him, calling him the dreamer. Little did they know that as they called him a dreamer, they were busy stirring up the dreamer in him. Each time they thought they were mocking him, actually they were helping him, fanning into flames the dream that is in the inside of him. That is why sometimes you need not to worry about those who mock you. They can mock you all they want, but they are stirring something up. Sometimes the enemy knows where you are going before you know. That is why even his brother's called him the master dreamer. Because when you translate this word dreamer in the book of uh, Genesis chapter number 37, where we read, translated in the Hebrew, this word means a master of dreams. So now they were saying in a sarcastic way. They were saying it in a mockery way only to find that they are actually showing him who he really is. That is why you will see that when, uh, as we were, we, we were sharing in the past weeks, that when he dreamed, he shared it with them and they interpreted the dream for him. Sometimes the enemy, by mocking you, he is interpreting your dream for you. Sometimes you did not really fully understand what are you getting yourself into. But the enemy by mocking you, the enemy by being mean to you is actually revealing the dream to you. You are actually getting a better understanding of what the dream means by what the enemy is mocking you about. You did not know that you were going to be that great. All you did was dream. All you did was just share the dream. But the enemy can see that you are going to be great. So then that's why then he said, So in other words, you are saying that you are going to rule over us. But I was just sharing a dream. I did not say I was going to rule over you. I was just sharing a dream. But because the enemy knows where you are going, Joseph, that is why he is mocking you. Sometimes you need to look around and check the insults of people. Instead of crying yourself to sleep, scrutinize these insults. What kind of insults are these? And then you might get your answer. The direction that you are supposed to take. How much of holding on you need to do can come from what people thought was just a mockery. They called him a master of dreams. Little did they know that actually they were stirring something up in his heart. You need to be the master of your dream. You need to be in charge of your dream. Be the captain of your own dreams. No one will, will invest more in your dream than you do. You must be the one who is invested the most in your dream. Because as I said earlier on, When you are busy dreaming, God has a dream for others in your dream. And the more you enjoy the insults, the sarcasms, and all of the mockery that people throw your way, as you enjoy, understand that God wants something out of your dream. And if God wants something out of your dream, God is going to make sure That your dream is realized because there are others who are depending on it. Somebody say amen. Amen. So we need to give it our all. We need to work on it until it works. Never stop working on it until it works. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter number 9, verse number 10, it says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no way, for there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. So in other words, we all have potential to be mighty in working our dreams. Because the Bible says whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. One day we saw Nehemiah having a dream of rebuilding the walls. He had a dream, but then he got into action. He did not just have a dream and kept on dreaming. But at some point he stood up and made a plan about his dream. That is why the the walls were rebuilt. That is why he succeeded in rebuilding the walls. He even got the king to help him out to go and rebuild the walls. Why? Because he stood up and took action. Maybe if you can stand up and take action, someone can help you out in as far as your dream is concerned. So starting from today onwards, we need to be those who, just, who don't just dream, but we must be those who dream and take action towards our dreams. Somebody say amen. amen. In the book of Nehemiah chapter number four, verse number six, it says, so we built the wall. And the entire wall was joined together up to half its height. For the people had the mind to work. So if we, had, if we have the mind to work, our dreams are possible. If we have the mind to work, we can rebuild whatever it is that has been lying torment. Whatever it is that maybe we had even thought that we have failed in it. We can arise and rebuild if only we can have the mind to work. This is a structure in the book of Nehemiah. That was there but was destroyed. Some of us, when things don't go well, we sit down and give up. But I'm here this morning to encourage someone to say you can stand up again just like Nehemiah and rebuild because rebuilding is still building. You can still rebuild whatever it is that you thought maybe it's never going to work ever again. You can dream again and rebuild step by step. But the key is that you need to have the mind to work. The Bible says they rebuilt the wall up to half its its height because they had the mind to work. May God give us the mind to work so that we can realize our dreams. Somebody say amen. So we need to believe in our dreams. But as much as we believe in our dreams, we must couple it with a very good work ethic. Put effort. Develop a good work ethic. Learn what you don't know in as far as your dream is concerned. Whatever that you need to know, put yourself under and learn what you need to learn. In the book of James, chapter number 2, verse number 26, the Bible says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, So, faith without works is dead also. So, if you believe in your dreams, you must put in the work. If you believe in the dream that God has given you, you have to have the mind to work. You have to put in the work. Somebody say, Amen. Be the master of your dream. Put in the work. Learn what you don't know in as far as your dream is concerned. Be the master of your dream. Number three, confront and overcome your fears. Because each and every time when you are busy with your dreams, fear will always come. Why does fear come? Because it wants to cripple you. Fear comes so that you say this thing is not going to work. Fear comes so that you can have a referral of what did not work in the past. Fear of the past. Fear of what might not go right. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the future. Fear of the work that needs to be put in. Fear of uncertainties. Fear comes and grips us and cripples us so that we are not able to realize our dreams. So each and every one of us Need to overcome fear. In most cases, some of us fear even what people are going to say. Fear comes and we say, people are going to talk about me. If you don't want to be spoken about, you will never realize your dreams. If you fear the opinions of men, you will never realize your dreams. If you fear what people are going to say when you pursue your dreams, then I'm telling you today, chances are you will never live your dream. Chances are you will never fulfill your dreams. And each time people talk about us, we are tempted to just sit down so that we satisfy them. Even though us ourselves are not satisfied because we are not living our dreams. Somebody say amen. So we need to conquer fear. We need to confront it. And conquer it. Just like Joseph. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter number 45. Verse number 3 to 5 it says. Then Joseph said to his brothers. I am Joseph. Does my father still live? But his brothers could not answer him. For they were dismayed in his presence. And Joseph said to his brothers. Please come near me. So they came near him. Then he said I am Joseph. Your brother whom you sold in Egypt. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. So if you are afraid of being spoken about, you are afraid of being sold, there are people who are sellouts. There are people that you are going to help along the way, but they are going to sell you out. Just like Joseph. So if you are full of fear of being sold out, then you are not going to pursue your dreams. People are going to stab you in the back. People are going to do all manner of things. But you need to be strengthened by God to say, I am pursuing my dreams. And I know just like Joseph, that even though I am being sold right now, at the end of the day, Even those who are selling me might even benefit from what I am enduring today. Many people are going to benefit from what you are enduring today. His brothers, he went before them, even though he went before them by being sold. However, it was so that he can preserve their lives. So that he can be able to be a saving someone over their lives. So sometimes is exactly what you need to get to where you are going. Somebody say amen. Amen. Don't be afraid when people look down at you. Don't be afraid when people turn against you. Don't be afraid when people mock you. Tell yourself that it means I am the one that they are going to, to, to cut the pattern from. I am the one Who's going to save them Even from themselves Somebody say amen So it is important When we want to fulfill our dreams To confront All our fears It is important To exercise Forgiveness He sold They sold him But when they were in trouble, he said, don't be grieved. I was sent here before you so that I can preserve life. Joseph forgave his brothers. Joseph forgave those who sold him. Joseph forgave those who mocked him. Joseph forgave those who spoke ill of him. Because he understood the assignment that was given to him by God. He forgave them and helped them out. One thing we need to do to master fear is to forgive. We must forgive. Forgive very quickly. Those who don't believe in your dream, forgive them. And move on with your dream. Somebody say amen. God wanted to save his whole family. God wanted to save his brothers. So he went ahead of them. I like the way he is looking at it. Instead, wasafara," He's just saying, God wanted me to go ahead of you to preserve life. Forgiveness. That's what we all need to do in order for us to overcome fear. We need to forgive. We must not be fearful. The book of Second Kings. Chapter number 7. Verse number 3. I love this scripture. It deals with fear. In a very beautiful way. Verse number 3 to verse number 4. It says now there were four lepers. Leprous men. At the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another. Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. And it says, if they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. We shall only die. So dreaming and pursuing your dream does not need you to be well and strong. It just needs you to overcome fear and stand up and say, if I sit here, I die. If I go after my dreams, if I die, I die. Lo and behold, if you continue reading, you will see that they did not die. But the Syrians, as they were approaching, they thought that it was an army. But it was four weak and sick people. You are not sick. You don't have leprosy. But these four people stood up and said to themselves, if we perish, we perish. God is waiting on you. As soon as God gives you the dream, he's waiting on you to stand up and say, I am pursuing my dream. I may not feel like it. I may not feel like a qualified somebody to even pursue this dream. However, poverty is killing me here at the gates. It's either it kills me at the gates or it kills me in the city. I don't know about you. I'd rather be killed pursuing my dream inside the city rather than in the gates. The Bible says they stood up. Four weak and sick men. They stood up and they said, let's go. And as they went, As they went, that's when God amplified their steps. As they went, that's when God amplified their voices. As they went, that's when God amplified their CVs. As they went, that's when God amplified their business plans. As they went, that's when God amplified whatever it is that they were supposed to talk about. Why? Because they took it upon themselves. To stand up and say Whether we sit here we die If we go we die They did not die You will not die You will realize your dream You will pursue your dream And you will realize it You will live your dream You are not sick like them But it's time for me To pursue my dream Fear Must leave us God is going to amplify Our small steps Go in that Small strength that you have Go in that small Thing that you have Maybe thinking that it's insignificant God is able to Amplify it The Bible says the Syrians Left and They fled the city Thinking that an army is coming upon them. And then the four, four men with leprosy were able to take over the city. You can take over your dream. You can take over. You can take over that dream. God will amplify your steps. Don't be afraid. Take fear out of the equation. Tell yourself, if I sit here, I will die. So I'd rather die on the way, if I die. But as I said, I'm here to announce to you that when you pursue your dream, you will not die. But you will find your dream waiting for you intact. And you will live in your dream. Let us stand and pray. Hallelujah. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.